There's a quote I want to share. Compassionate people ask for what they need. They say no when they need to. And when they say yes, they mean it. They're compassionate because their boundaries keep them out of resentment. This quote was by Brene Brown. Folks, do you find it difficult to set healthy boundaries in your life, whether that's personally, professionally, or spiritually? There's another quote I want to share. Boundaries are a part of self-care. They are healthy, normal, and necessary. This quote was by Doreen Virtue. Folks, do you feel lately that your boundaries are being tested? Do you struggle to say no to someone because you want to be quote-unquote nice to the person? When was the last time you learned how to be kind to yourself? In today's episode, I'm going to share my personal story, what I have realized that makes the difference between being nice versus being kind, and how you can create healthy boundaries for yourself. Let's cue the intro. Welcome to the Boom Vision Podcast, the show that empowers you to live an enriching life physically, mentally, and spiritually. I am your host, Benjamin Yeh, and I created this podcast to give you perspectives on how to strengthen your mindset so that you can build optimal health, create aligned wealth, and connect with your higher self. It's all interconnected. Let's get to work. Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 62 of the Boom Vision Podcast. Over here in the U.S., we're about to celebrate Thanksgiving holidays. And it's an opportunity for families and loved ones to get together and express their gratitudes. I can't help but pick today's topic of setting healthy boundaries because it came up multiple times throughout different coaching sessions this past month. And you know me, when I hear it more than twice, it tells me that it's in the collective consciousness and that I should definitely talk about it. So let's dive right in. Today, we're going to talk about setting healthy boundaries. My question for you is that do you feel you set healthy boundaries in your life, personally, professionally, in your business, or in your career, or spiritually? Now, as you think about this question, I want you to think about something a little bit deeper. If someone were to describe you in one word, would they use the word nice or kind in describing you? As you think about these questions, I want to share with you a personal story. So back in middle school, I was sort of known as the stationary guy. (laughs) So what do I mean by that? So during the winter breaks, my family had the tradition of visiting Japan Because we had cousins that lived there, and it was a way for us to congregate there, meeting with our grandparents and our relatives in Japan, specifically in Tokyo. And one of the joys I had in visiting during winter break is when I meet up with my grandparents and my other relatives, you know, back in middle school, you know, I was very blessed. I was very blessed to receive 
red envelopes from my elders and from my relatives. And usually they would give me Japanese yen because we're in Japan, and it would be sort of like my allowance I could spend as I'm traveling with my family during that winter break. And one of the things I noticed that I would do, because my parents actually made this comment, is that when I get these red envelopes from my relatives, I would essentially spend 90% of the money that I received in buying gifts for other people. <laughs> and what I mean by this is that there were two of my favorite stores to visit. One was called Tokyo Hands, and the other one was called Loft. And this was like a department store that had really like the coolest gadgets. And there's usually like a floor where they specialize in just stationary, writing instruments, pens, you name it. And I always loved going there because it was like the feeling I get was like a kid going into a candy store. I would go there and they had like the best stationery. If you've been there, you know what I mean. They had like these multicolored pens. They had these pen and pencils, mechanical pencils that was almost like state of the art. It's just things that was not able to find in estates. And whenever I go, I would buy all of these different types of writing instruments or pencils and pens, but I'm not buying it for myself. I'm actually buying it to gift to my classmates when I come back from winter break. And that's why I was sort of known as a stationary guy because I always come back with like the coolest stationery and I'm gifting it to my friends in class. Now, here's the thing. Having done that for multiple years, I was sort of known as a nice guy, the stationary guy. But when I really think about it and I reflect on it, what was my intention for doing that? What was my intention for giving truly to give with a sense of caring for others? Because when I think back and reflect on my teenage self, when I really dig deeper, I gave because I liked that identity of being nice. But my intention, my intention was that I wanted to please others. I gave because I wanted other people to like and want to be my friend. Now, why am I sharing this personal story? The takeaway from this story is this. What I've learned these past few decades is that a kind act versus a nice act comes down to intentions. Is your intent for taking any action because you care about someone else? Is it coming from compassion? Or is it because you want to be polite? Is it perhaps the reason why you're being nice is because deep down, you just want to be liked. The reason why I want to make this distinction is because when you are being nice, the underlying intention might be rooted in that you want to please others. You might be a people pleaser. Are you being nice because you want others to be nice to you? Is your intention for personal reasons? Or perhaps you're being nice because you do not know how to say no. You might not have clear, healthy boundaries set around you. Now, when you're being kind, 
the intention is usually rooted in compassion and empathy. Your healthy boundaries are more defined and set because you are more comfortable in saying no on situations when that answer is what your heart wants to express. So when the topic of whether you have healthy boundaries set for yourself comes up in my coaching sessions, the way I distill it for my clients is asking these series of questions. The first question is, do you feel you have healthy boundaries set around you? And if the answer is no, what do you feel is the main contributor? And depending on how they answer that, if they don't quite know the answer, then I'll ask him this. Do you find yourself being described as being nice or being kind? And whatever answer they reply with, my follow-up question is that, what intentions do you feel is truly driving your actions? There's a quote I want to share. Daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. This quote was by Brene Brown. And I really resonate with that. It took me a couple of decades to really understand this. But I really understood and grasped this meaning in this past decade. Because here's another quote. Givers need to set limits because takers rarely do. This quote is by Rachel Wolchin. This is why back in episode 39, cultivating your network, knowing when to hold them or fold them, in that 39 episode, I talk about 1 plus 1. 1 plus 1 can equal 2, infinity, or 0. If you haven't listened to the episode, I recommend you checking that out after listening to this one. But the main gist of episode 39 is to understand that when you meet someone, whether it's new or old, is the energy exchange of that meeting. Is it transactional and neutral, where it equals 2? Is it infinite and abundant, where it's an infinity sign? Or is it zero and depleting? You need to be able to set healthy boundaries in your relationships, personally, professionally, and spiritually, to have sufficient energy to grow and move forward in your life. And so the main takeaway from today's episode is that being kind, and being selfless versus prioritizing your own self-care does not have to be an or statement. I'm going to say that again. Being kind and selfless versus prioritizing your own self-care is not an or statement. Imagine, just imagine, you live in a world where the more priority you place in your self-care enables you with more energy to be selfless, to be kind. It's actually an AND statement, A-N-D. Because the more energy you have for yourself as you learn how to grow your container, your energy container, and being mindful that it's always more than half full rather than it being half empty. The more that you allow yourself to replenish your energy container, the more than you allow yourself to give and be kind, 
without feeling depleted. And so if you just close your eyes, if you just imagine what does your inner sanctuary look like? If it was a house, a metaphoric house, what does that house look like in your mind? Is it a house with a nice front yard and a backyard? Is it surrounded by a picket fence? Is it surrounded by the ocean or the forest? What do you feel is the metaphoric boundaries around your house, your inner sanctuary? Is it big and vast or is it small and constrained? I just want you to mentally think about that because it's giving you a glimpse of where you set your boundaries are in your inner world because it's going to reflect in your outer reality. So with that said, what are this week's action steps? What are the action steps that you can take this week to set healthy boundaries? Using the CAL method or the CAL method, C stands for calm. Calm yourself in any method that works for you to quiet your wind tunnel. Is that meditation? Is that breath work? Is that yoga or running or just walking in nature? Whatever it is to help you calm your mind so that you could be calm and still. A stands for awareness. In your calm state, bring awareness to your body and how you're feeling. And then the awareness I want you to bring is the attention of reflecting upon yourself. If someone were to describe you in one word, would they use the word kind or would they use the word nice? Do you resonate with any of these words? There's really no right or wrong here. It's mainly to bring awareness in this self-reflection exercise. Do you feel people would describe you as nice or kind? And then L is language. I want you to pay attention to the thoughts that are running through your mind. What language are you using when you ask yourself, do I prioritize self-care in this present moment in my life? Will I authentically tell someone, no, if my heart truly does not want to do something? Do I have a tough time expressing that? Or do I freely express that? And so as you really think about this, going through the Cal method, there's two small steps I want you to take this week. The first one is self-care. What is one thing you will do for yourself this week that will replenish your energy, your me time? Is it taking a 10-minute walk in a park if you need to decompress? Is it pausing from work or a series of Zoom calls to just go to the kitchen and make yourself either a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and just be still, not checking your messages or emailing on your phone, okay? But really just giving yourself a moment, drinking your coffee, drinking your tea, and just being still. Think about what small acts of self-care you can do for yourself to let yourself know, hey, I got your back. I allow space and grace of self-love to pour into my life, to flow into my life, because I'm in it for the long haul. I'm in it with you, and I got you. Give yourself that self-expression, that self-love. The second small step is this. When someone asks you to do something for them or invite you to do something, I want you to check in on your heart 
Do you truly want to go or would your heart want you to pass on that opportunity? Because I want you to feel if by doing what's being asked of you, will you feel your energy will be depleted or will it be replenished? And whatever that comes up and surfaces for you, before your active mind starts to reply and respond, if your heart does say no, I want you to just kindly reply, thank you for this invitation, but I need to decline. I want you to allow yourself to say no without expressing sorry or apologizing. What do I mean by this? Rather than saying, you know, I would love to go, but I, I have to pass on this one. I'm really sorry about that. Notice the language I use, the energy of that expression. Having a saying, well, I love to go, but let's really be honest with yourself. Do you really love to go or do you just really rather pass on the opportunity? And if you do, I just want you to feel the courage within you to just express in a kind way, thank you for the invitation, but I will need to pass on this. And do your best to refrain from having to apologize because you're saying no. This is just a simple exercise of, you know what? If you're feeling your energy is less than half empty, you might need time to replenish that energy within yourself. And it's okay to prioritize your self-care. Giving yourself the power and courage to say no and allow yourself to set clear boundaries is one step forward in building your self-confidence and building your energy in your container because you're in it for the long run. So final thoughts for today's episode. There's a quote I want to share. To practice five things under all circumstances constitute perfect virtue. These five are gravity, generosity of soul, sincerity, earnestness, and kindness. This quote is by Confucius. Folks, I hope today's sharing gives you a glimpse of how you can better establish healthy boundaries in your relationships and around you. If you feel you've been tested these past few weeks, especially as we're heading into the holiday season, as we're meeting with family, relatives, and loved ones, you might not necessarily see eye to eye with someone in those gatherings. And it's okay. It's okay to give yourself the permission to create healthy space, healthy boundaries on what you allow and what you will not allow. You can always do it kindly. You don't have to do it nicely if it oversteps your boundaries. There's another quote. Be kind whenever possible. It is always possible. This quote was by the 14th Dalai Lama. This is why I always end each of my episode with saying, be kind to yourself. You can live in a world where prioritizing self-care and being selfless is both possible. The more you replenish and increase your energy capacity within yourself, the more you're able to give without feeling depleted. Self-care is not an inverse relationship with being selfless. It can be possible to live in a world 
where you have both. The question is, are you willing to prioritize your self-care as you continue to being kind to others? You've got this. I love to hear your thoughts. Send me a DM on Instagram at Benjamin Ye if this resonates with you. If you enjoyed today's episode, I encourage you to rate and review this Boom Vision show on Apple Podcasts so that others can find this resource and helping them how to thrive in their life. Until next time, folks, be kind to yourself. Be in delight. Be you. Thank you so much for tuning in to my Boom Vision podcast. If you'd like to find out more about me in this podcast, head over to benjaminye.com. That's spelled B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N-Y-E-H.com. If you haven't already, click subscribe, and I'll catch you next time.